Hello, everybody. This is uh, episode eight now already of the uh, Weekly Nightly Podcast. And so uh, I am Andrew. I'm Carlo. And we have a couple guests here tonight. We so. do? Uh, yeah, Carlo just, oh, sh- Carlo just realized. He, Where'd you guys come from? They uh, they hired Eric back, so hello. Yeah, yeah. We said we fired him. We were, I guess, I guess he just like, yeah, strong armed us back into it. I didn't even notice you here. And then, okay. we, and we have Dave over here as well. Yep. Hello, everyone. I'm the overworked teacher, underpaid. Oh wait a minute. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I thought you were super rich. Yeah, that's right. Don't you make like a million dollars a year? Something like that. All right. All right. <laughs> well. Dave is uh, going to sponsor this whole podcast. Speaking thing. of a guy who makes a million dollar a year. <laughs> oh, boy. Where are we going with that, that one? We're going to talk about that later. All right. So uh, we we all just went to the uh, uh, Winnipeg at, at home game here in Vegas. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the last, uh, last couple games that we had this week. Um, Carlo and I uh, talked about all the games up to the Anaheim one. And then, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the two uh, home games that... Uh, oh my god, I don't want to talk about it, but we, we kind of have yeah, to. Yeah, right? I don't think anybody really wants to listen or talk about it, but it's one of those things we just have to kind of approach and deal with. Um, do, do you want to start with a Winnipeg game since it's straight out, like we just came from the game? Yeah, and I honestly, actually, like, I, so so one of the, let's summarize this. Yeah. Exactly the same thing happened exactly, in both yeah, these games. Exactly. So we can basically talk mostly about the Winnipeg game and say, oh, by the way, that also happened for the Montreal game. But wait, hold on. I left after the first period of the winnipeg game so yeah right we're good we're you good. mean the team left after the first period <laughs> yeah. no no they left, more after the they second left, they left after the second period <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um so let's let's talk about winnipeg we're gonna go a little bit backwards this time because like i said you can basically just copy and paste like at least half of what we talk about for winnipeg to the montreal game i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna let our guests start on what you guys thought of the game because I, I'm still trying to process. Well, I, I, I think Vegas did a phenomenal job early in the game, obviously. Now, trend that is happening way too much and continuing to happen, Vegas lets the first goal up. They did it again tonight. Now they answered quickly and then answered two more times. Scored a power play goal. Uh, Marshy finally got one to go. He stood there just kind of in disbelief after it went in. Like, okay, hey, actually they're calling this a goal. It actually went in. Uh, nice couple turnovers. Petretti got one too. Yeah, Petretti got got one and uh Schmidt got his first of the year. So, you go up 3 to 1 in the first 10 minutes and then you really dominate the rest of that period on top of t- period 2. Period 2 was a total domination every stat except for goals. There was no goals in the second period, but Vegas should should really feel good about how they played those first two periods. Yeah, and then in the third, they just let off the gas. It's like they were uh, taking things for granted that they had a lead, and they were just playing prevent defense, and we all know how prevent defense goes. Never works. Carlo, what do they say about the uh, two-goal lead in hockey? It's the worst lead in hockey. It was the most dangerous lead in hockey. And you can can, actually, we were all watching the game together. We were at the game, and Eric said that next goal needs to be for the Golden Knights. Yes. And, and that was at the start of the third period. That was the start of the that. third period, yeah. And then that didn't happen. And you can tell because we just uh, – because I was also at the game, the Montreal game. And when they when, when Winnipeg scored that, that goal, I'm like, this is way too familiar. And I don't feel good about this. You know, and it was – And we literally all sat there with our heads in our hands like, oh, my God, this is going to yeah. happen again. I can already tell. Yeah, well, and, your shots on goal just kept climbing for Winnipeg. Yeah. I mean, it was – 
I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was high teens for both of them going into the third period. And by the end of the third period, it was in the 30s for Winnipeg and, and we, in the low 20s for the Golden Knights. They just kept giving them chances on the power play. I mean, if I don't care how great your penalty kill is at 90%, you keep giving them chances, they're going to get one. And that yeah. last one, the last uh, yeah. power play they had, they scored, what, 10 seconds into it? Yeah, there was, yeah. there was nothing Subban could do about that. That was just a really good play by Winnipeg. And speaking of Subban, I thought he was really good that game too. It just was a wasted effort because – the the team let up in the third period and they just kept Winnipeg shooting and shooting and shooting and at one point like Subban's not flurry you know even though he had a really good game at one point he's just gonna allow a goal and yeah and that happened I still think Flurry would have let up any the way things yeah, were being dominated exactly. agreed uh, well and and look at the Montreal game because Flurry was playing the Montreal game and all yep. of these exact same characteristics happened and it was all in front of the goalie not because of the goalie yep. we had no possession of the puck in that third period hardly any at all we go down. We get down there and take one weak shot, and then all of a sudden Winnipeg has puck again. They actually, uh, once they was once Winnipeg actually tied the game, Vegas finally woke up, but it was a little too late because after after they tied it, it was what like five minutes, uh, three minutes, five minutes left. Vegas had a lot of sh- started to get their shots. That's when we finally got over twenty, and and it was even though it was low, like it was it was. They were still attacking. It was, it was better than the first fifteen minutes of that period. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Vegas is still a very good team. But the biggest thing that I see is, and we're we're all kind of talking about these stats. Um, one of the ones that I identified is Vegas has only won one game in regulation since the shutout against Pittsburgh, like which is now a little over two weeks ago. Yeah, um, it was two weeks ago today, tonight. But we're almost <laughs> over. That now. was that was the Ducks game, and I mentioned this. Uh, last week in the podcast where what Vegas had this trend since year one where when they get beat up they normally bounce back and have like a few straight winning streaks and I expected that to happen against Colorado and like we lost we blew two point like it, it's just frustrating because they blew two point leads and I'm giving them a little bit of a pass against Montreal because two the two goals was a little bit more fluky. Yeah, and I I didn't think I didn't think the Knights played that bad in the third period. I mean, like Montreal played really well, but I don't think compared to the Jets game, I thought Vegas just played really bad in the third period. Yeah, yeah, and but here's another stat to add to the one that I mentioned about you know only winning one game in regulation. They've also, since that same Pittsburgh shutout, have not scored a goal first yeah. in any of the other games. Yeah, that's that's a trend that we should... That's we should, two weeks' worth of games, which yeah. was like six or seven games, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the last time they played a full 60 minutes. No, no. Anaheim. Or Anaheim. The Anaheim game. Even that one, no, they let game. the first goal in. Yeah, yeah but, but, but as far as a full 60, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they, 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 they dominated that yeah, game. Yeah, they dominated that game. It was... This, Anaheim scored the first goal, but it wasn't... Because they were Anaheim was controlling play, they had a it was a turnover. I forgot what the Anaheim goal was. Yeah, it was, it was a quick turnover. I can't remember and they exactly on Fleury, what it was. But it was really early yeah. in the game. Yeah, but it's 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 just really frustrating to see two games. It was a misplay. Flurry came out to try to pull. Oh Didn't yeah, happen, went behind. That's came right. out That's right. to uh, yep. to uh, Getzlav. Getzlav yeah. just put it right between. Yep. 
So, yeah, you can't really fault that on the skaters. I put that on Flurry. Yep. But, like, but yeah, it's... like I said, like, Subban had a terrific game, I think, in my opinion. And it was just wasted because the the team let up. Although, I think I think another factor of that is because of Alex Stuck's injury. The, the, they had to shuffle a lot of the lines, especially when Smith was out. Yeah, in the second period. In the second you period, both, You had yeah. both Tuck and Smith out. Smith For a long period of time. So, so they had to shuffle because you're short two players. You had to shuffle the third. And but they the, held it together in the second. Yeah, they did. But after a while, it's it's uh, you kind of lose your rhythm. And they you know? and they lost steam because they basically just killed the whole third line in the second in the end of the second. Yeah, they to, did to keep up for the fact that both Smith was sitting down and Tuck was in the like went in. The I back. actually kind of thought that momentum was changing in the second, especially towards the end of it. Yes, and, I and agree. They come out towards the third period, the beginning yeah. of the third period, and then it's like, okay, guys, uh, you can go down the other end of the ice here. Let's get some, some possession out of the other end of the ice. Get some shots on goal here. Yeah, they well, just yeah they got gassed because they were basically playing four lines with a group of nine, ten people. Yeah, yep. what what the most annoying part about it is that the girl behind us keeps reminding us what it was. So, well, well, also apparently, go team go is the Jets only, according to her. <laughs> I heard her say it. She goes, they stole our chant. Go Jets, go was yeah. there is their chant. So you know maybe the Avs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what other teams do that? Uh, go Leafs, go. I've heard go Wings, go. Go Avs, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely go Avs, go. That's their hashtag. They, so uh, there is no team in any league that owns a chant. So yeah. So anyways, <laughs> girl sitting behind us, go sports, go, and you can shut your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that that didn't help my experience today. So. <laughs> couple a uh, couple other things to talk about in the course of that game. Obviously, you're gonna hear the fan base talk about it. I mean, the the team's gonna move on. They're going on a road trip. Yeah. Turk didn't want to talk about it at all. But the non icing call. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. it was it happened it was right a, in front of us. It too. was a really goofy couple minute stretch of Carrier. Looks like he beats. Uh, the puck down or the player down, the Jets player down to avoid icing, but they call icing, so then it comes back. A couple minutes later, it's going the complete opposite way. Schmidt clearly. Sh- Schmidt yeah. is stretching to get to the the. Then bites it. And then yeah, then then slips, but he gets to the uh, the center dot first, which should be icing. The ref the had ref his hand raises up. his hand. Yeah, if you look at pictures, you'll see it all. Yep. So. The players, all the other players slow up and stand up, and Subban himself stands up. The Jets player continues to play through. Shifley comes down and just a fairly easy, essentially, open net. Yeah. yeah. And, and puts I, it in to tie the game. And it's just. I hate to say it, but you got to give Jets credit on that because they played they to the whistle. They didn't give up. Correct. Yeah, you played to a whistle. They played to I mean, the whistle. That was just and a. And I do agree with the, uh, what you guys said about the call because very, very few times do I ever get up in the middle of a game and yell at a ref. And that was one of those times when they, when the linesman waved it off, and yep. it's I'm like, dude, it's right in front of the net. Then you wave it off. Come on. Yeah. And then right before that, on the power play, that was the other one that was like barely a call, basically. But yeah, it was yeah, just Petrotti hooking call. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was a hooking, but it, it was it was not a call. Like you let him play, kind of yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, we, it was, we've seen worse. Yeah, we've seen worse. Called. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen. Less bad called worse. But yeah, it's like exactly. it's technically hooking, but like, come on. like I just thought the refs were pretty inconsistent. I yes. mean, they, they called interference when it was tripping. I mean, they, they just didn't get a lot of the calls right. It was a little little goofy. But anything else on that game? I mean, it, yeah, th- I those think... are games you have to have. I guess really when you're looking at the last couple games as a yeah. whole, 
teams coming in on the end of road trips, on the back second end of a back-to-back, you're at home rested. I mean, I mean, for the Montreal game, how many, what, they had three days of rest, three full days. And they played Anaheim, who was coming off a of back-to-back yeah. as well. So the yeah. three games this week, Sunday, Thursday, and tonight, you're they old. were all teams coming off back-to-backs. This should have been very easy for Vegas to get six points. Yeah, not 1-0-2. Oh, I yeah. think you need to develop a killer instinct. But I think the biggest yeah. the biggest takeaway from this game is obviously Alex Tuck's injury. Because we won't know until tomorrow how what the extent of that injury is. If we lose him for a longer period of time, I think that's a bigger loss than the actual game it is. Agreed. I, I Completely think, agree. I think similar thing. I mean, he got up and skated off so fast. I think it was just they're throwing him in concussion protocol. Yep. Now, you never know. I mean, look, first year with Flurry, it ended up being yeah. a lot longer than it should have been. The best player in the game, or the best player of the last decade, Sidney Crosby, lost years because of it. So concussions are not anything to, no. to mess it, with. It could also you just be... hope it's not anything major. It could also be because when the injury happened, we were still up 3-1. to one. Uh, It could be a thing where maybe... They wanted Turk, to keep him out. Yeah, they want to keep him out for... Precautionary. Precautionary. That's what I hope it is, but I don't know. Because that hit was very dangerous, and Tuck was down for a bit. Uh, he did skate, but, you know... Like it was the same. Compu- it was the same exact yeah. hit from yeah. three games ago that the player, the same player, got suspended, suspended for, for two yeah. games. Yeah. Lowry just so came he, back for suspension. Yeah, so Lowry is like NF, uh, the NHLPA is going to look at that, and he's probably going to get like five to ten games. Yeah, I think I think he gets five because it's the same exact. Yeah, repeat offense that elbow, quickly. Yeah. Elbow right to the head. Something that uh, on the drive back here that we were uh, listening to, we were listening to the extended post game show, and Dan Duva said that. He felt that Winnipeg's, that Paul Maurice putting that line right back out there really gave him a spark. And I I really vehemently disagree with that because they still were down until the third period. It wasn't, yeah. that fight didn't happen at the beginning of the third and then all of a sudden they came back and won. Yeah. I mean, Winnipeg got dominated during the second period, didn't have anything, and then went into the third and then came back. I don't think it gave him any immediate spark. I think to, it's more what the Golden there. Knights did than what Winnipeg did, to be honest with you, because they they took their foot off the gas again. Yeah. The second game in a row, you know? Like Dave yeah. just said, they yeah. have to, at some point, develop, whether it be instinct. a killer instinct or what, they, just a finishing instinct. Because if you because year one, they had that. When they're up, they kept going. They have it when they play certain teams. They yeah. have it when they play the Sharks. Yeah, they have yeah. it when they play the Sharks, yeah. yeah. I feel I feel like this team has a mentality of just get us to April. We're just gonna coach regular season, get us to April, and we're gonna we're gonna do this. But I, I think one team in the league can do that, and that's Tampa Bay. And they're doing that right now, and, and then it's not working. It's for not working them. So for just, them. You got to go out and win. I mean, the Pacific yeah. is is it's looks one, much better. I mean, you yeah. can, I mean, you're you're fourteen, fifteen games in. You're you're getting to the point where you can look at it and try to figure out. Who's who and who's yeah, not? I mean, you're twenty percent into the season. I, I get point. it. It's still early, but it's early enough for you to tell t- trends. You know what for I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly. just like it's not it's not like we're raising the alarm bells like everything's going wrong, but yeah. it's raising the alarm bells in a way that's like, hey, like this stuff needs to get taken care of and looked at before we keep proceeding through that throughout yeah, the season. Cause, yeah, because we were just talking, we were looking at standings, and the Pacific Division is really, really close right now. Everybody's like between a point or 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 yeah, it's like, like seventeen three. to twenty points or yeah, so. Yeah, except for two teams, which is the Sharks and the Kings. But everybody else is like between 
two or two, yeah, you one six, or two you points. Have, you have six yeah. points or six teams between one or between two, three, three, yeah, four, three, points. three points. Yeah, between so. each other. So anything yeah. else on the uh, Jets game or mm-hmm. no? And I, I Montreal, pretty much a uh, it's pretty it's it's a carbon game. copy. Yeah. yeah, it's the same the game. game. Like uh, so. Well, I guess overall, where do you guys think that there needs to be the most improvement? Do you think it's on the defense? Uh, do you think it's? I think it's a, it's it's not just on any I think it's one on point. It's yeah. it's it's everybody understanding to play more as a unit. And right now they're not. I mean, yeah. you have some great individual efforts, but there's no. You can't look at either of those games and go, hey. That team gave effort full it, sixty. Exactly what I was just going to say. It's it's a collective effort that they need. It's not that I mean, we've got some great effort for some people, and it's just not through the whole game. Yeah, yeah. I think I think lineup wise, if you if you want to go into that, is that I want to bring the Holden Merrill back together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't together. I don't think Merrill and Theodore are playing well together. No. Nope. I definitely understand, and you can go into any numbers you want about England Holden. I mean that that first. Goal that they gave up. I mean, that was an atrocious the, pass uh, by. And it's England anybody though. It like, was correct. It, yeah, it is England anybody. There was and there was another play that luckily didn't end up as a goal where England passed it to the slot in front of Subban and there was it a jet there. Deflected, but it, yes, yeah, so yeah it there was, was a, a jet there. The it was it was there was a jet right there. Good thing Subban made a save and it ended up as a goal. And I'm like. What are you doing? Man? I mean, a lot. A lot of the media will talk about how much Turk trusts England, but at some point, yes, he has to stop playing him because it, the numbers. At some point, we should rent a billboard and post it right in front of uh, CNA up there and just show England's stats. actual stats. I would like to see one of the other D men call backed up and just start doing a rotation of guys. Yeah, you know, see what works. Yeah. See what works because England does not right now. Um, it's just it and it it. I'm going to quote Mean Girls here, but you're never going to make it happen. It's not, it's not, you're never going to make it work. Try, stop trying to make England happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. There's not a single team either that's played every single player all 82 games. Yeah. They've never had and, people in and, and out. And here's the thing. When Haig played against Anaheim, I thought, granted, everybody played well. I thought Haig played really well against Anaheim, too. I, I completely agree. I yeah. thought he really stepped up in Be, that game. Because I, I think that game, we talked about it, where he, he was more aggressive instead of playing passive. Well, and guess who was completely out of the third period of that game? Hmm. Derek Anglin. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's right. That was he the played, third period. He played four seconds. He played four seconds. That was the third period they could finish. Oh, Who yeah. was missing from that? That was the only real difference was that England was out of the raw, out of the sure. lineup because he I had a minor injury. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so just saying, I mean, I I know I, I personally I love England as a person as a as a pillar of this community as a pillar of the representation of this team, but you don't have to be on the ice to do any of those things, and he shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to play all eighty-two games. Yeah, we need a rotation. Get some when, other of these guys some experience. When your play yep. is starting to cost a team games, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that you know as as we continue through the season, and I don't know if anybody here wants to uh, go over Jesse's stats that he pulled up. I'll have Eric do it. Eric's the Eric's definitely the most stats centric person out of all four. All of us, right, so uh, for anybody out there that that wants to defend Eric England, fantastic guy, hockey player. Let's talk about him as a hockey player. Of 127 defensemen that have played in the NHL this year, at least 180 minutes, Derek England ranks. 
His course he against is 125th out of 127. His shots against are 127th. That would be dead last. His goals against are 100th out of 127th. Scoring chances against 120th. And high danger chances against 118th. He is atrocious when it comes to the def defensive and any sort of advanced metrics. And if you look at analytics, my best way to, to, to explain it to you is just anytime you hear somebody say analytics, just change that word out for information and look at it that way. All the information in front of us, him as a defensive player, very not good. Yeah, he's been a liability and... Uh, it's hard to. Re I don't know how you get how people defend him, but it's. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just like. So it's. It is what it is. And, and as we get continue to go through this season, the more that he's still playing, the more people are picking up on that. But. Yeah. So everybody coming into the season, we had a. We've talked about this a couple times or many times. You had five different rookie defensemen pl playing for a spot. Oh, we can't do it because of what Derek England does, because of what he provides to the team. Mm hmm. There can't be anybody worse. I mean, there actually cannot be anybody worse. I bet you that, that there's nobody in the league worse than those stats that you just read. That were just read. I give mean, White Cloud a chance if you were give looking. Anybody? If you're if you're looking for a right-handed defenseman to to replace England, give White Cloud or Coglin a chance. Give they haven't Carlo played yet. a chance, and yeah. I know he can't skate, but give Carlo a chance. Probably. Give anybody. Well, neither Probably. can England, so we're we're fine there. <laughs> Oh, well, I th I still think England's a better skater than I am. Yeah. I well, well, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good skater. It's just he's he's in his late thirties. Well, he, good, good, good is a stretch, but he's a better. skater He's in his than late thirties. That's basically the, the he's summarization. He's not, not going to get better. What what saying. needs to happen next year is the Mick GMs need to take it out of Gallant's hands. Yeah. Gallant doesn't need him on the on the team because he has shown the propensity that if he's on his team, he will he's dressing him. him every night. Yes. Yeah. And, and Gallant will stay with whatever lineup he feels like is working okay for him forever until something bad enough happens for him to change it. This yeah, two, is, this, is this two games bad enough for him? No. And the fact is, he'll still keep playing it until they get another Colorado. I think, I think if you're fully healthy, if, if Tuck's back and everybody, you have your full complement of, of roster going into um, Columbus, I think he does make a change. I don't think he's happy with with the two what, losses, yeah. what's there. He'll at least put Merrill and Holden back together. I hope. Hopefully, man, because Merrill, Merrill and Holden by themselves not that great. Together, they were pretty good. They were actually, I thought, they were the best pair when Schmidt was out. Wasn't there a, were, a statistic that they were one of the best defensive that's what I was pairings? Asking, you yeah, put that out, Carlo. Yeah, they, they were. I think they were number four in like point point shares or. Uh, like Corsi against or something like that in the league, not just in the in, in the Golden Knights. They were fourth yeah. best. Yes, the, the, the interesting one that you posted was when somebody was on Twitter going back and forth to you about England, and you posted the Corsi for the rookies with and without yeah. England. Yes. And it was like a crazy difference on how much better they were playing without England on that on their pairing. Yeah, it's... Uh... A lot of people say that they're they're not giving England a chance because he was with a rookie. Uh, I looked at the stats. You can look up your stats yourself, natural stat trick and stuff. But Bischoff and uh, Haig was actually better playing without England. With anybody except for him, basically. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, I take that as you will, but, you know. So, let's... Hey, um, you want to move on or you want to look... 
ahead then? Yeah, let's do our, uh, our look ahead on the next uh, next week's game. and um, It's a road trip. Yeah, total road trip. So we got four games coming up in the next week, uh, starting off with, in Columbus. Um, I, there's a few days rest, isn't there? That one's like Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday, okay. Thursday, Saturday, and yeah, then Sunday. Columbus right now is 5, 6, and 3. Yeah. So Columbus has had a couple couple bad losses recently. They they have not been playing fantastic. Well, they lost all their good players and their goalie. No, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, uh, although Bobrovsky's not very good currently. So yeah, yeah well. who's their goalie at Cooking yet? No, who's their goalie right now? Not uh, Cooking. Did they say Cooking? Uh, it starts with the K. Uh, what's his name? Some guy. Some oh. guy. <laughs> some guy some, that's five, six, and three. Some guy. Corpusalo. That's right. Uh, Corpusalo. Corpusalo. Yeah. Yep. Corpusalo. I knew it started with a K. Like I said, Cook, you know, like, no, he plays for Montreal. He's not even a goalie. So is Columbus <laughs> like basically rebuilding now? Well, with what draft picks? I know that's the thing, though, is they got rid of Panarin or Panarin left him. Um, yeah, Panarin. the Flames beat them tonight, three zero. So yeah, they this should be a game that gold the Golden Knights should win. But I said that the past. We said that about both the games last week, and look what yeah. happened. So maybe if we say they, maybe if we say that they won't win, we'll, we'll, like, we'll be right eventually. I think. <laughs> if you're saying it, we'll be right eventually, right? I mean, well, we all we also want them to win every game. Yeah, they exactly. still have. I think the Blue Jacks have, by my estimation, the best defenseman in the league, Seth Jones. Seth I, Jones. I take, is, I take Seth Jones over anybody. Else. Seth Jones yes, is amazing. He's still probably underrated. He yeah, is underrated. I, I, I'm, I'm it's because his team. The rest of the team is not very They still good. have Cam Atkinson. I mean, they still have talent. They yeah. Still have I'm some, looking, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the stats right they now. They have some core parts, but... Here, but here, here's the thing. Pierre-Luc Dubois is very good. Seth yeah, Jones. yeah. I mean, they have some players. Yeah, they they have... Um, yeah, Dubois, Jones, Nash. But really, they're, Vegas should be able to... Yeah, this is this is one of those games that hopefully. Vegas should, should win. Well, I'm kind of hoping this whole road trip brings them together. Because sometimes, you know, just... Get away from everything. Yeah. Get the boys together. Yeah, they need have to reset. Have some fun and just build up the chemistry again. Yeah, but we'll see because I not every game in the NHL is not a gimme. Like there's no, I mean there's no gimme games in the NHL. Because Ottawa Puck beat the Lightning. Yeah, that was Ottawa beat the Lightning. Ottawa beat the Sharks. Vancouver beats the Sharks. Well, everybody beats uh, the Sharks. Everybody beats the Sharks. <laughs> you just want yeah, to. I just. Not, I'm turn trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to cheer up here. Okay, I've had let's a bad not, day. Let's not turn this into. The, uh, so, anything else on Columbus? I've had a bad day. No, no. Let's go on to Toronto. Um, uh, yes, Toronto's on Thursday. Toronto currently sitting at seven, five, and three. Uh, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Toronto is. Tavares should be back by that point. Tavares. Yeah. Skated the other day. He should. Be, he almost played uh, either today or yesterday. Yeah. But he should be back by that game. And that will tremendously improve their power play because it was oh, yeah. insane with their full lineup. And but Muzzin was hurt too, so their best defenseman was 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 injured. Yeah, so. but their bet their defense is not that, like I no well, their defense is terrible with Muzzin. It's worse. Without. I I say that and then. Winnipeg you, you said that the about worst, the Jets. Yeah, Jets is one of the worst defenses in the league. It's the Jets. Allowed San Jose to shoot fifty shots 53. on them, fifty-three shots on them, and the next day they San Jose had like what do six. You want, do you want to go back to the uh, no? Game? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> I gotcha. uh, but to, to, yeah. Toronto is going to be something that even with their D being not that good, they still have elite forwards. I mean, that, that's going to yeah. be a fun game to watch Thursday, yeah, four o'clock here. It should be. I mean, 
there will be a lot of national coverage over it. Anytime a, a good Western team goes into Toronto, there's a lot all, of, all the national coverage. Is that one on NBC help. as well, or is that a... No, it's a Thursday oh, okay. night. It'll just be... It might be on an oh. NHL or something. The, no, ESPN Plus and AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, NHL does a terrible job marketing their best best teams and best games. Yeah. So. Well, this is going to be a good game. This is not... This is one of those games that it could go either way. Yep. Um, I'm not... Uh, gonna say that Vegas should win this game because they're like you know Toronto's a very good team yep. they're a very very talented team I think it depends on which Freddie we see that night Freddie well, yeah for yeah because sure. he's either hot or cold he's very very on or off and the the player that hurt us last year when we played no no it wasn't yeah. it, that was the Howlandry actually that game yeah oh that's right. That's right. Hopefully, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Season ender, damn. Last time we saw him in a uh, Golden Knights jersey. Yep. In an actual game. Ouch. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's what. Sorry to bring it's up. Probably, the, uh, that's the probably what Hala said. Yeah, just salt to the wounds tonight, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Well, move yeah. on from Toronto. Then that should be. And then the uh, Tom Wilson Ryan Reeves grudge match oh, at man. Washington yeah, on yeah, this Saturday. And, and Schmidt basically going home. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Schmidt has always played really well against Washington too. Well, so. remember last the last game that it was like his first, one of his first games back after he like the yeah, twenty game suspension, was, and he he got the game winning goal and that, the empty net goal. That was no, he didn't get the empty net. It was the there was no empty net. Goal. No, he got both. Because I remember that was when Vegas the the Twitter account for Vegas had that poll of most memorable moments. That that moment was very underrated. I think as, as we sit here Saturday night, Washington is leading the league in points. Yeah, they also they have more, very... a lot more games played, don't they? Uh, Fifteen. Boston oh, has thirteen, dang, so it's not been, not yeah. a lot more. They have the they're, same game play, games yeah. played as us, and they're they definitely over their five more points. Washington yeah. is really really good. John Carlson is having a season, and Ovi's still doing Ovi things. Yeah. yeah, standing in one spot waiting for the puck to get to him. Yeah, yeah. he's got eleven sniper. goals. 11 goals in 15 games. Yeah, he's, OV, yeah. he's doing Ovi things. Yeah, that's Ovi he'll, things. He'll, he'll do he, his 40 or 50 he, again this season. He'll, Their he'll probably summer really helped them out. Yeah, he'll probably yeah. criticize what our kids want and what what how we want to play our game. Nah, he just likes criticizing Toronto. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that was a very... To me, I mean, I know that, that San Jose really, that second year came in as, as our number one rival. Yeah. But I thought... Last year, during the regular season, that Washington game was the most fun game. It was, it was the fun. atmosphere was amazing. I thought the crowd was great. It I was a payback had game. Be, I thought they had become our rival there midway through the second second year. Now, obviously, that changed with what happened in the playoffs last year, and now all the hatred between San Jose and, and Vegas. But Washington still for an Eastern team. It will be a lot of fun just to watch oh, that yeah. game yeah. Saturday night. It's, I'm, I'm it's excited be, to watch that one. Because it's a, it's a payback game. A lot of our team, when we played last year, was still like played against them in the yep. finals yep. that year. I don't think uh, it's going to last the, Washington, the whole Washington team. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, yeah, Mark Stone has no Yeah, has no ties. Patch Reddy has no ties. I mean, a lot, your, a lot of your time, yeah. But it's you at least it's a game we can measure ourselves with. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. It's a good measuring game. And then it was very nice of the NHL to schedule us on a back-to-back with an AHL team. We'll let Dave talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe ECHL with their defense. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> they are basically a one-line team. My wings, uh, yeah. You got Mantha, Larkin, Bertuzzi, and that's pretty much it. Their defense is terrible. Yeah. What happened in th- on th- on th- 
Anthony see you, man. I have him in my fantasy, and I'm like, come on, dude. He's, he's just well. He he was hurt for a while too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had him in my I, yard, he's so. just he's like well until the last couple of games. Like Marshy just snake bit. He just cannot buy a goal. I've, I've watched not every game, but uh, watched quite a few, and he's hitting posts or you know he comes down on a move and just can't finish it off, yeah. and he's he's just snake. It's bit. confusing though because yeah. they've been bad for a while, right? Like there should not, be uh, all four years. Yeah, but that's enough to get some decent amounts of draft picks back and get start no, building they something, had, right? They, they, at the end, so here's what happened. At the end of the their run, they were kept trying to keep the playoff push going. That oh, it was the exactly biggest thing of them. Yes. To get 20 or whatever the years was, however many years in a row that they made it to the playoffs. 22, I think. So they kept trading futures to get just average players to get into the playoffs because they cared about that. Well, you're now dealing for that, and they, they don't have a lot. Yeah, you just except hit, for hit the nail on the head there. Vegas, except for Vegas, will trade you three high draft picks for somebody that will give away for a bag of peanuts. Who hey, is turned into are you one calling their... Patrick bag of peanuts? <laughs> uh, no, that would be Tomas Tatar. Yeah, and you said you traded away for a bag of peanuts. We <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we got. So the, I guess Patrick Reddy's that, a bag of peanuts. And that first round pick has turned into one of their top prospects in Valeno as well too. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's having an outstanding the... year in Grand Rapids right yeah. now, and looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I've seen Valeno. I, I I watch a lot of Chicago Wolves, and they play Grand Rapids a lot. So I've seen Same division. Yeah, yeah I've seen I've seen Valeno Valeno teams. play a lot. He's really good. Yeah, and um, the Red Wings are the worst team in the league at four ten and one. So wait, are no, the Ottawa's no, worse? No, it's, I thought it was I thought Ottawa. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I it's thought Ottawa. the Sharks and Ottawa were worse. But yeah. they're not far off. And like I said, they're a, they're a yeah, one-trick point. Ottawa has three less games played and seven points versus the nine points. So, uh, yeah. And by and point they, share, yeah. Detroit's the worst team. Yeah. They had that eight-game losing streak where a couple games they got blown out, a couple where it's, they've lost. Like I said, this is, this they is have another the worst game. difference in the league, minus 24. This is another game that we say Vegas should win. I would lo- I think... I think Vegas on the four-game road trip that we're talking about. I think two-one and one is fairly realistic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they get two-two-two two two would also potentially be realistic, yeah. depending yeah. on how which Toronto. Yeah, I think up. I think five points, four or five points yeah. is pretty realistic. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't think you're beating Toronto and Washington. No. And well, not you about can. I think you can. You can beat beat at least one of them. I think. Yeah, I, I think would say go for Toronto then. Yeah. 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 Be like, one of them. Washington beat. can do Washington stuff because yeah. save your energy to just. Run over Detroit and at least get those two points. Yeah. So and what? What I want, want for, what I want from this road trip is you beat Columbus and Detroit, who you should beat, and beat either to, uh, Toronto or Washington, one of them, or at least take one of them to overtime. Yeah, yeah two one and yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or That's three and one. Three and one is totally doable. And I, I'm I, that's that's my that's my highest hope is three and one. Yeah. Two two one and one would be okay. Two and two would be. A little bit disappointing because I want them to be at least Toronto or Washington. Yeah. Um, and, well, no matter what happens on Sunday, I just know I'm going to blast. I'm going to be at that game in Detroit. I'll be right on the glass. I don't know where. Oh, man. Nice. I will be on the glass. And thanks to a friend of a friend, so I don't have to pay for the Tell tickets. Cody I said hi. Nice. I will. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome. That is super awesome. So, so. Dave's going to have a lot of fun uh, next Sunday. So anybody that's listening that happens to be uh, in, in Detroit. Detroit. Just, Do you have uh, listeners in Detroit? Oh, we might. My my friend Jess, who was living here but grew up in Detroit, yeah. moved back. Um, oh, okay. There you go. Well, I also have a few people from 219 at that game, too. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Are you going to do your goalie sucks chant? 
Which I one do you want? Yeah, I probably won't actually chant at all because that I, game I'll just be like, yeah, you're kind of conflicted at that game, right? No, I, those type of games, like I've always told people from both sides, people from Michigan, they give me crap. People from here give me crap. Well, I don't care what kind of crap you give me because I'm just gonna be like, you know what? Either way, I win. Yeah, man. Whatever, whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. Yep. Yeah. I'll have my Gallant jersey on and I'll just have some fun. Yeah. Although I gotta say, when Boston steamrolled uh, Vegas, it didn't feel good. So I guess I know where my allegiance really lies. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> when you. That's when you know when your former allegiance like beats your new allegiance, and you, it feels. That's when you know. No. You, 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 yeah, yeah. It didn't. Switched. It didn't feel I, good, and so I was like, "Damn." Yeah. I was on that waiting list for ten years for wing season tickets, and my spot came up as I'm driving to Vegas for my move here. <laughs> so I feel a little vindicated having my season tickets now. Nice. But what's well, reminds I was also at uh, Flurry's first ever Stanley Cup final game. Oh, because oh, you were you were at, it, that uh, one was in Detroit. That was that was game one. I actually flew home for a wedding that weekend. The game was the day after the wedding, so I just nice. kind of extended my weekend out. My boss let me have some extra days off, and that's awesome. That was a blast. And that was that was Wait. the year he lost, right? That was the year they yeah. lost. Detroit won that game for nothing, and then went back and they won it the next year against and Detroit, then, right? And, yeah. And game seven, which. Ironically, now if we had the rules that we have now back then, Detroit would have been up one nothing because the first goal would have been called off on offsides, and the other goal would have been called off because of six men on the ice. Mm. Ah. Oh. So yeah, you're still not over it. I got it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. never All right, really. So, so uh, you want to talk about how the Wolves have been doing, Carlo? Uh, the Wolves are doing fine. Uh, actually, they had a game today, but I haven't. Uh, I think they lost though uh, today, but I haven't even watched that because I was at the. Golden Knights game and I left early, but I thought they're they were in a five game win streak, or no three game win. They were in a win streak. I think there was a five game win streak until tonight where they lost. I think. Don't quote me on that because I haven't checked. But uh, <laughs> the first three games they lost, they allowed like a lot of goals, like eight in three games. But that was when we we only had Coglin in the defense. Uh, when we got the rest of the defense back, we got White Cloud, we got uh, Schultz uh, playing. They started finally showing up, and they allowed, it, the last three games, they allowed, like, what, three total goals or something like that? Well, you also have to think that they have Hagen Bischoff back. As, yeah, Hagen Bischoff, too. which hopefully they're going to call one of those guys up soon. How, how is Schultz doing? I mean, I, Schultz, I, that to me, that is still one of the craziest things that has happened over the last six months that people just want to forget. Just completely stop talking about. Schultz was the shoe in to win the, yeah, the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, now he's in the AHL. And I thought Schultz started really tough. The first game uh, against Grand Rapids, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, GR. Yeah, Schultz was horrible. I thought he, he had a really, really bad game. And uh, he didn't really improve that much the next two games. But after a while, he got his footing. He got... His like he started to adapt uh, to the space of the AHL. He started getting better. I don't think he is the best defenseman there. Uh, he still has offensive upside. He's with a power. He, he's in a power play with White Cloud. They're paired up in a power play, and he's doing better as the season goes on. Um, I don't think he's close to NHL ready yet. But he needs better. a whole season down there yeah. at minimum. But yeah. you know what's really still weird to me, and I'll say this every time we bring up Schultz, 
I don't understand how he was the runner-up for the Hobie Baker versus Kale McCarr. There, there's nobody in between those levels of talent and well, skill. Well, he like, was he was weird. also an older older player. He, I know it's just McCarr. So... McCarr won that when it was twenty. Uh, Schultz is twenty-four. Yeah, but it's just super Even... strange that there's nobody in between Schultz and McCarr that could, was better than Schultz. To... Yeah, well, Schultz, like I said, Schultz was an older guy. He, if you're like, he dominated because he's playing against. A lot of I don't follow a ton of college hockey, so don't quote me on this. But my guess would be the elite of the elite college players move on when they're really yeah. young. Yeah, Schultz exactly. played for four years, so Makar was the elite of the elite left. That's there. a really good and point. then Schultz was still there. So there's nobody else in Makar's yeah. draft class that was elite like him. Yeah, they all went to juniors or they they went somewhere else. Whereas Schultz just played there, yeah. so he could be up for the Hobie Baker just due to. Being the the senior state yeah. whereas Makar obviously is the elite and he's the one. Now the Hobie Baker has no bearing on whether you're going to be an elite. Like, oh, for sure, or for not. sure. It's like the Heisman. It's it's just yeah. like the Heisman. Eric Couch won a Heisman. Yeah, he was atrocious in the league. But it's just uh, it, uh, it's, I mean, it's just very interesting with... to think about that from like a, a standings perspective of like yeah, like if you look McCarr, at, yeah, like and if Jimmy you, Schultz. You look at first and second in the heart, and you go, okay, both really good players. Yeah. It's like okay, hey, that's the heart trophy. Yeah. For, yeah, collegiate a hockey, and you go, yeah. Schultz is going to be a career AHLer. And yeah. I mean, I guess maybe I'm out on a limb with that, but I don't. Once I mean, they talked about it coming into the season with he had the highest, or he what he was is what he was going to be. So Schultz wasn't isn't going to get much better. He's already 24, 25 years old. Yeah. He should be. He, Re- should, he be should be ready NHL right now. Ready, yeah, but he's, he's not. Just, so if he's not, yeah. He'll be a career. Because, because when you, if you watch the games, White Cloud, Haig, Coglin are all better. And speaking of Coglin, Coglin took a while to adjust to his number one defensive role like as the number one defenseman. Uh, he's adjusting to it now pretty well uh, because he's a better. Uh, he's paired with actually uh, Jacob Megna. Uh, you guys don't really. A lot of Golden Knights fans don't really. We just signed him this season. Where did he play I've last heard his year? Name. Uh, I do not. Actually, I do not know. All right. But. but. They're playing really well. The uh, what's funny enough is they didn't reunite Haig and White Cloud because White Cloud is playing with Schultz. So uh, Haig is playing with Bischoff. Uh, but they're the but they're actually also playing with seven defensemen in eleven of the past few games and eleven forwards. Uh, speaking of forwards, Alvinus is still really really good uh, along with Gage Quinney. Those I think those two are the best players in the Wolves right now, and I think Quinney should. Get a look. I was gonna say, I was, yeah. When do you think he's ever gonna get called up? I hopefully this season. I want to see him in that third. Like if Tuck is out, I want to see see him in that third line with Glass. Just to follow up, Megna yeah. was a uh, Anaheim draft pick, played yes. for the goals last That's year. That's there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Couple NHL. It's it's funny. Games. And another another tidbit is that it's funny because uh, we got Brown too, who played for uh, for. The checkers, the yep. checkers last year, who was their captain? Yep. And then Megna was the Gulls captain last year, and they were the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Western Conference against against Chicago, they both wear ace for Chicago now, along <laughs> with uh, Time Again. That's awesome. Yeah. So those are your three aces: Brown, Megna, and McGinn. Uh, kind of back to what Eric was saying about uh, the college players. A lot of the elite ones leave after one year. Yeah. I mean. Dylan Larkin did it. He played one year at the University of Michigan, then signed with Detroit the next yeah. year. So Wasn't that like, what we were what, talking about with Jack? Jack um, Dugan, yeah. Dugan. Yeah, Dugan's uh, in his second year now. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of 
a lot of it, they get that one year up, you know, in college, they play a little bit higher level than what they were, and then they go to their big teams and Instead yeah, of adapt. being sent back to juniors. Yeah. Because yeah. American players obviously playing in college instead of going over. And we talked about it a little bit yeah. a couple podcasts ago and about uh, Matthews went and played. AHL yeah, does have Europe. that age limit, too. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Speaking of Dugan, though, I think he's going to come over next year. If he, Yeah. So I think he's going to sign his contract hopefully next year because he is dominating the NCAA right now. He's leading the the uh, Division One points, I think. Yeah, uh, I saw off. that earlier today. Yeah. And then what about how do you think that Elvinez is going to shake out once? Oh. I don't future? think I don't think he's going to get. He won't get a look this look season. This no. season, unless we clinch everything by the end of the season and we have those kind of rest days. Yeah. He can get a look then, but I think he's a little bit too small. Uh, he needs to work on his 200-foot game because McGinn and uh, Quinney is covering for him. Yep. That, it's not like he's bad at it, but he, he, he can work on it, you know, because he, he, he still makes plays in a neutral zone and a defensive zone that you're like, yeah, yeah. he's good. But Alvinis is, is, is really good. I, I'm really, really hyped for Alvinis. The rest of the rookies, Cotter um, has his flashes. He, I feel like he's kind of like Carrier right now, where he's so fast and skilled, but he's he's um, he's still catching up to the pace of play. So yeah, he's, he's you know, nineteen. He's still young. yeah, yeah. He's nineteen. He's the youngest player in the Wolves right now. Lecision, uh is pretty okay. He's playing fourth line minutes. Uh, he hasn't really stand out that much. Duke, I think, st- uh, stand out a little bit more. He's getting his chances. Is not is just not going in. Yeah, he did. He did have two goals the past few days. One is an empty net. And one is a shorthanded goal. Because so. at this point, Duke's a bit older now. Yeah, yeah. Because he was the draftee from the... He was he the was, first pick of yeah, Vegas, right? He, he no, wasn't the first, first, first signing of first signing yeah. Vegas. He was, very, he was technically the very first Golden Knight. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's yeah. an OG Cur- Golden Knight. Career AHL there, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Though I would yeah. love him to see him score a goal in preseason for us. Yeah. And just... You know, give him that little. I want to. I want to get yeah, at least like hat tip. you know, you know, you know what I mentioned earlier at the end of the season where we're just resting. Guys. I want to see Duke play a regular season for the Golden Knights just for because you know he's the original. Yeah, he's the original. He's, he's, original he's, guy. On, he's on his yeah. final year of his deal too. Yeah, yeah just to a, get him in. He's the an Jersey RFA once, though. He's basically. an RFA though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Do, and I'm if not, he scores yeah. a goal, that place is just gonna erupt. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's about it, really. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so let's go over um, roster updates real quick. So just just. Housekeeping. Sparks was called up as emergency backup because Flurry, 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 Flurry got the flu. <laughs> it's funny. Justin Emerson, I thought was was the most level headed about it. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah. I mean, the Knights on Ice guys, Jesse, Kim, everybody's losing their mind I when they hear emergency call up. And um, Justin Emerson basically just said, in order to get him to not have to dress, you have to do an emergency call up. So we'll give him some sort of tweak. That way he can rest and not practice, not play, and then be ready for, for the road trip. Yeah, so that, that was my gut instinct. When you they don't want to take the chance of what happened in Arizona yep. and have him on the bench and think he can sit there and, and yeah. rest with Subban, who unfortunately is is injury prone. So you do it this way. He gets the night off completely. Call it the flu. Call it whatever you want. He's ready to go by the road trip. It's not not that not big a big deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and exactly. everybody freaks out over about nothing. nothing. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it also makes Sparks uh, there's a different exemption rule on emergency backup yeah, versus yeah, yeah, regular yeah. pulling them calling them and, up. And, and the yeah. only reason they do it that way is because of games played for Sparks if he yeah, did get waivers. into a game 
and money. They yep. are still, at the, at, at the end of the day, they are doing all of these things. If you look at the last two games at home, they did not call up any of the rookies or any of the, any of the people that they could have called back up because they are trying to bank as much money as they can for the trade deadline. Yep. So for everybody that's in love with this team and that loves Ryan Reeves and loves Cody Eakin and loves Derek England, they're going to make a trade to make this team better. I don't think, they it, have, I don't think they'll trade England. I'm not saying they're trading in England. No, no, no. I'm just saying that Nobody those players will not be playing. They're going to pick one somebody of, one up. Of those players. They're picking somebody up, whether it be a blue liner or a left winger for the third line. They will do something to make this team better. Yes. Because yeah. they feel right now this is their window to win. And they have all the draft capital in the world. They traded... A player that's making $4.5 million and getting healthy scratched by one of the worst teams in the league for oh. a second and a third yeah, round we'll, pick. We'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> but, a... but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you can tell what they're doing is they're, they're banking this, this, um, this cap space, especially because they were able to put Tuck on long term injured reserve yep. for a bit there. That all banks up. So they're, they're trying to build enough to see what they can afford at the trade deadline. And, and Help. by that point, they'll be able to uh, afford, I'm guessing, somewhere around a $6 million AAV guy. Agreed. Because what by I, that point, there's only a, a third of the season yeah. left. So you're not actually having to... You don't have to have $6 million available. And boom, that, that equals Reeves and Eakin's salary combined right there <laughs> in the future. So basically, yeah, they can afford that. The cap's also going to go up. So they can afford you know, to pay and renew some of their prospects. What, do, what do you guys think they're going to get, though? I don't know. I know, I know that... the, the Ryan uh, Wallace does a fantastic job. I think he's probably the the best voice when it comes to media here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he's been on this this Alex Petrangelo thing for a while. And when you look at it and start trying to connect the dots, it makes a lot of sense. They traded for Justin Falk and extended him. Yeah. He's their cap. Petrangelo's their captain. They haven't extended him. So either the team and the player Can't haven't been it. able to come to agreement or one of the sides wants to move on. And mm-hmm. they'll never say who it is, but maybe Petrangelo doesn't want to be there so anymore. I doubt it's that. But would St. Louis want to trade their captain in the middle of a season? It depends on how well yeah, they're it, doing. It depends on how they play. Right now they're in first in the Central. And I think the Central probably only gets three in because I don't think the Central's as tough as everybody thought it was coming into the year. Yeah. But they just lost a... 30-goal score for essentially the regular season. Yeah, yeah. Tarasenko is, I don't One understand them, how people yeah. don't see how good he is. He's very, very good. He's huh? a 30-goal scorer that can back-check, that can forecheck, that can is responsible in his own zone. But because he's Russian, they just all of a sudden go, ah, he can't play defense. And I don't think that to be the case. I don't, yeah, he's a no. phenomenal player. So, so yeah, I so can you, see if their season completely falls apart. I so you think a defenseman, you're trying to think I think it's a defenseman because I think with with – the Golden Knights at full strength. You gotta assume by by late in the mm-hmm. season you could be full strength. I think your best forward lineup is good enough to be or compete with any forward lineups in the league. Speaking your top of- six is phenomenal. You can go glass, tuck, and either Carrier or No Sick or here's somebody else on that left see, wing. See, see, here's the thing. You say that. That's why I think they're going to try to get a left wing. I agree. I think that they need somebody that's naturally a left winger. Left wing that plays naturally in a third line. Yep. That can score. That can help Tuck and Glass. And, and you know, so, so finally get a solid third line instead of a, you know, like just your, 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 like your, Whatever, like Piri or Carrier or whatever, someone who who is a 
solid third liner. Someone who stays there, basically. Yes, someone isn't, who stays isn't just there, like you know? moved around constantly. Because especially if you trade Eakin out. I don't because think you're going to be able to trade. Not, not that I don't like, see them trading I'm, any I'm saying, out. If you, if you're I, I, don't think, I don't think you're moving a player out. I think you're you're banking all this to bring a player in, and I still think that Gallant will want an Eakin for the playoffs because Eakin could move to your your fourth line. Yeah, yeah. Put him at four C then, and, and yeah. still put him four C, and still be somebody that you you know if they're up one goal late. As much as he says he rolls four lines, that's yeah. complete horseshit. Yeah. He doesn't. He ro- he rolls Stasny and Eakin and, and yep. Smith yep. and Carlson. Marshy gets less time. Tuck gets less time. He's rolling the players that are defensively responsible. Yep. And Eakin's one of those players. And so I think there's, there's the value in that. Enough. Yep. Yeah, but I, I still think that if... if well, this, I'll, okay, at least this is what I would do. I would get that left wing. I know that... The, the name out there that, that if, if, if Ryan wants to, to go with the uh, Alex Petrangelo, at some point somebody needs to start floating the Taylor Hall theory. Because oh, yeah. Taylor Hall is on a team yes. that is atrocious. How much He's is he not re-signing. Now? He is currently he's making... He? He's not too expensive. Did you guys six, see what he did? He's currently he making $6 million yeah. a year. We can mm. afford that. Now, uh, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. What will we give up for him? Because I don't think he re-signs here. Yeah. We're not going to pay him $12 million a year, and he's going to be a $12 million a year player. So will Vegas, A, make the run at a rental, at a pure rental? Because I don't think they will. But he's somebody that, that you want to talk about a left wing, he's your yeah. left wing. Just give him back the goose head picks. Alex Galchenyuk. <laughs> Just give him, yeah, give him back the goose head picks. Hey, hey, you want the second and third back? Here you go. <laughs> Another player that, that, that might work, Chris Kreider. The Rangers are terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Rangers will, will move that. He's a Kreider, UFA. Kreider, I would like that move. Yeah, Kreider would make a little bit of Aren't sense. Aren't the Rangers no. kind of he's 20, trying to rebuild old. So, yeah. He, Does he, he have term? No, he has no okay. term. He, he's, he's, he's coming up. I just pulled on yeah. Cap Friendly um, just anybody that's expiring next yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, did you guys Kreider. see what Taylor Hall did today after he scored at home? Yeah. He put his hands up to his ear to the crowd because they've been booing the team lately. Yeah. Uh, no, he's right? done. He's done. Yeah. yeah. At some point, they move him because they need the assets. Now, I'm yeah. not saying Vegas gives up a first for him for a playoff run, but somebody will. And give if, him, if it's the Mark Stone a, situation. Give him a prospect. Give him, I don't know, since they don't like Russia, Dorofeyev. <laughs> if we no. give up Dorofeyev. San Jose doesn't have Jack to Manning and yeah, Jack they, Manning's going to lose his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Probably will, yeah. So, so speaking of roster stuff, Tuck's probably going to be on injured reserve again. No, Ooh, let's hope so. not. Let's I, hope I, not, man. He got up and he skated off. Yeah, you, you, you can do that with a concussion. Yeah, you can. no, you can. I got you. I um. He took him straight. Who straight was to the uh, yeah straight to who the was the goalie that got kicked in the head the other night that played the rest of the game? I honestly, I don't know. That should happen to Flurry like first year, man. Yeah, he played the rest of the game, and then he was off for three months. Yeah. yeah. So. God, it's gonna drive me insane. But it ha- oh, it was uh, Montreal. It was Carey Price. Oh, got kicked in the head. It was ah, it was the right. game before the, the they played us. Yeah. Um, got kicked in the head. Was woozy. You could tell he was visibly woozy and played the rest of the game. So yes, you can absolutely skate off. I just hope for for Tuck for his sake for everything. For all of our sake, yeah. He's just okay. What uh, Tuesday? Just taking some precautions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it was just a precautionary thing. But yeah, it it was a pretty nasty hit to the head. That's and yeah, he took himself right to the locker room, and so he he knew something was up. Yeah, 
It's, yeah, it was it was not good, and you know it it Tux just had a string of bad luck. Like it, it, every year in preseason so far, it seems like he's other uh, than the first year. Yeah, other than the when first. He went, but, but that's because he, he was even, yeah he, he wasn't even, even in the open, NHL yet. Yeah, he didn't he has even never open the made. Season. He's never made opening night. Yeah, he never made opening night for the NHL. It's it's yeah. Ever. You know he had breakthrough seasons <laughs> every season. Cody Glass made an opening night roster before Alex Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Poor Alex, uh, yeah. and you know everybody loves Tuck. Like he's yeah. one of the he's one of the more popular players in the in the on the team. Yeah, you know he does a lot of great stuff for the community. Um, you know, super young, talented dude who's not hit his ceiling by any means. So oh God, total man know, rocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, total man <laughs> rocket. Totally pushes offense. Yeah, yes, yeah. He, he is a driver of offense. And he's always, yeah. yeah, he's always helping production in some way, even if it because like, his forecheck is amazing. The first game back, you, like his first shift, and you're like, he scored. Okay. Well, yeah, that, 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 that line had two goals. That I mean, Eakin had an assi- two assists that night. I mean, yeah, was, Glass had, got a goal. Everybody, like, everybody looked better when when he was in there. Obviously, him being back by Tuesday helps a lot. Yeah. So hopefully he's okay. If not, then we'll if find we'll, out more tomorrow. It, that's what. No, yeah. I mean, they're that's they're what upper said. body injury day yeah, to day. That's there all they're going to solve. Yeah, that's what you're. There, there's your update. For yeah, tomorrow. I mean, he I said it, he knows. said in post game yeah. conference as it was. Well, it, well, no, if it's day to day or week to week. Yeah, that's there. that's good. That's pretty good. much all we'll find out. Week to yeah. week means they'll probably throw him on LTIR again, though. Yeah. No, they won't. LTIR is twenty four days. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess it depends. So, anyways, um, do we want to do the whole stay the Pacific thing, or I think the, you we, kind of touched it a we, little bit. Touched, oh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to go through it real quick, I mean, yeah. as we say here Saturday night, Edmonton in first place, twenty one points. Vancouver in second, twenty points. Anaheim in third, eighteen points. Vegas, uh. I guess tied for third or whatever, and 18 points. Calgary, 18 points as well. So three teams right there with 18 points. Calgary uh, played one more game. One more yep. game, yep. Arizona, two less games than uh, than Vegas. They have 17 points. And then the Kings and the Sharks. Oh, the Sharks are in dead last. So yeah. that should bring The Kings won today. So. Oh, yeah. The Kings the Kings, the Kings wow. won today. So in overtime. Yeah, in overtime. The, yeah, against the, the Chicago Blackhawks, yeah. which is an amazing team. Anyways, uh, you guys, who do you guys think is going to stay? And who do you think is going to, like, you know, so is it just a mirage? I, I think Edmonton and Van... Edmonton especially, I think, cannot sustain the level of play that they did. And if you start to look, they've lost a few in the past few games. Um, they're, they're starting to equalize, and I don't really think they're going to keep the top spot. I actually think that out of all these teams, Arizona is going to be a lot better than they look right now because they've played two or three less games than everybody else. I think Arizona is one of the best teams in the division. Uh, it's going to be Arizona and Vegas, and then it's going to be probably a battle between Anaheim, Vancouver, and Calgary. I think Vancouver is not sustainable. Cause if I don't you look, think so either. Because if you look at the teams they beat, uh, they beat... LA. Detroit twice. Yeah, they beat LA. They beat Philly. They beat uh, which Philly is actually actually pretty decent, but we yeah, but they Philly. played mostly. That was teams. that was before Philly was actually still trying to get uh, their their bearings. Uh, they played. They beat Detroit. They beat St. Louis. They steamrolled the Sharks. Yeah, New York, New York, Detroit again, and then Florida. Okay, they didn't really. They haven't been really anybody to read that. Well, and they're going to except run for into, maybe St. Louis. And but they're running into St. Louis at home next game. Yeah. Um. They were at home when they beat St. Louis. They're running into St. Louis next week at St. Louis at um at St. Louis. Then they play Chicago. Or no, they're at home. I don't know. And, um. And, and and another thing is that I don't know how severe Quinn Hughes' injury is, and if he's they lo- said knee. 
Yeah, it's a knee. So here's here's the weird thing. It looked like just a sprained ankle, but if they're calling it a knee, that that might be a couple weeks. Yeah, and especially if he can't play, if it's he's out a long period of time, that he's one of their best players as a rookie. You know, and he's fantastic. To yeah, watch. exactly. He is a very fun dude to watch. Yeah. Anybody yeah. think? I know we, we we hate on him as 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 much as you possibly can as a Vegas fan, but does anybody think that San Jose makes the playoffs? No, I either in trouble. I, I, Talk to me again in like three or four weeks because if they make it to the end of November and they've still dropped seventy to eighty percent of their games, they're done. No, of course they're done. I mean, right right now they have in the month of November. Now they've already played two games, uh, just back to back. Now they lost them both, but they only had three road games, and they're all, or I think it might be four road games, and they're all either in California, they yeah, come they, to Vegas once, and they go to Arizona once, and they're all one game trips. Yeah. So it this is their time to make hay. Yeah. If they if can't they get out don't, of it, yeah. no, it's clearly it's over if, if they're by December first. But right now they they've given up. I think DeBoer gets fired this in the next two weeks. He, they I do not. So they do not look good. They, they the best they've looked was last, last night. night and, they lost, shots and they lost. And they lost. Yeah. And like it, it's it's. I don't. I don't know. They're just in trouble right now, man. They're in trouble. Like since since their, their fan base is booing Eric Carlson. Yeah. No. I no. Mean, they're yeah, cheering. They're, 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 yeah. they're cheering for the guy next to him, which is Burns. Oh, okay. Burns. Burns. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. When, Burns, like the guy Burns. next to you, like at, at SAP Center though, they'll chant "boo" when the word "night" comes up, like during any <laughs> game against the Knights, just because. Yeah. And there are three most common words: "Ref," "you," "suck." Yeah. That's all they know. Yeah, and since, since hmm. scoring, ironic. <laughs> since scoring four goals in five minutes, they've won four. They got four wins in one month. That still holds up after today. Too. Yeah, I know, right? They still haven't won. Now, normally you'd say wait till weeks. Thanksgiving time. Yeah, I like it. Yes, American, four games yeah, in five yeah, weeks. Uh, Usually, you say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is when the times you look at the teams, unless yeah. you're St. Louis, like last year, and it's January third. <laughs> no. Ironically, after January third, their first game after that, that was Vegas. That's what the a lot of your fans are saying is that we can be the next St. Louis. Everybody's yeah, going to say that. I, I I honestly think you're going to hear fans say that for like the next five years, and yeah. then finally it'll just. Because that's not happening again. Yeah, no, that was not. a fluke. And St. Louis even knows that wasn't happening again. Jordan <laughs> yeah. Bennington was just like, I'm going to be... He's good again, though. Well, uh, he is good. He's still good. He's still How good. is he still good? St. Louis, they fired their coach. Yeah. And then yeah. they started coming back. You know, maybe they fired DeBoer, and who knows? Yeah. Oh, how, no, DeBoer how often, often does that, ha- how often does called, that happen? DeBoer called the team soft. It didn't... Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of sort of worked because they came and had their best effort, but they still lost. And then they gave, Halibut just had a hell of a game. They gave up yeah. on him. They, they they literally just today, they had to play Dell. They let in a soft goal, completely gave up on him, and just stopped playing. So I'm surprised something it wasn't, has to change. I'm surprised the score wasn't higher, to be yeah, honest. So, yeah. so something needs to change. But, I mean, I would not call them in the playoffs right now. I, I no. think it's that's kind of crazy. So No. Um, all right, so... I think we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping it up here for for the night. It's getting pretty late. Um, well, kind of. It'll go back an hour in another hour and a half. That's true. This is <laughs> this is the latest we've done this podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, don't forget to change your clocks back if you haven't already. Or or but wait, it's twenty nineteen. All your phones and shit do it for you. Um, <laughs> That's true. So although my Jeep on the way to the arena, <laughs> it was an hour forward. forward. It was six o'clock. It said seven. We were all very confused. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Bye. Yeah, it doesn't. Jeep Jeep decided to do whatever whatever it wanted. Apparently. Americans, <laughs> you damn Americans! You have too much freedom. <laughs> um, all right, so our final segment is the five minute major news from around the NHL, where we go over four points in. Oh, but by the way, since, since we started this segment, 
San Jose has only won four games in five weeks. Yes, yes, <laughs> this, is, this is very true. So, so thank you, thank you for giving it's us the It's all idea. because of our segment. Yes, okay? yes, okay. The, I'm great. We'll job, take credit. Great Good, job. Thank you, thank you, thank you Vegas fans. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, so number one, Carlo, take it off. Uh, so uh, Nash, uh, wait, did we do this the timer? You're the one holding the phone. Yeah, oh, yeah you literally have a phone. Like... Oh, my bad. Are we going to cut this? Nah. No, we're not going to cut it. All right, that was my bad. Make you squirm. Okay. <laughs> All right, go. All right, Roman Yossi signed a contract uh, with the Nashville Predators. Uh, it was $9 million and some random number with his last... 59. Yeah, yeah, with his last, his, his number jersey on it. They've been doing, people have been doing that. Since Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews started with the No, Cros- Crosby did that first with the with 87. 87, yeah. No, I remember. Eight, no, eight, oh, he did it. He, he did, did it 8.7. Yeah, yeah, he did 8.7. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Was, it was, it was I remember, was I can't remember his name, but he played for the Giants alone with a big long beard. He signed for, his number was 99. He signed for $9,999,999. Oh, yeah, the, people, athletes are superstitious. We all know that, and it's it's crazy. But, but on that contract, you're taking him on that contract over Dowdy, over Carlson. Oh yeah, he's, he's I mean, he, yeah, he's getting paid less than Carlson and Dowdy. Yeah, woo. Those are and he's and I think he's better and they, he's younger. So team yeah. friendly then. He's very they, they, Thank you. Now. Thankfully, both of the the Dowdy and Carlson are both in the Pacifics. So yeah, those contracts exactly. are going to Yossi is very underrated. He's one of the best defensemen in the league. Oh, it's amazing. Entirely. Uh, next, who wants to talk about the next one? I, I think we should give it back to Eric because yeah, we talked about this. this a little bit. We uh, we traded a second and a third, uh, or we traded a player for a second and a third, and uh, Gusev cannot get in. To the New Jersey lineup. Yeah, third Carlos game. Say, third, third game, game in, in a row. row. Uh, when he, the first night he he got scratched, he was saying because he want they wanted to put him on on the uh, upstairs upstairs so he can watch with one of the assistant coaches yeah, with, and can yeah, learn from learn them. defense. Yeah, after three games, that's probably after, yeah. not the case anymore. And he, he wasn't playing really well. Uh, he had three goals, but those three goals were not very sustainable. Because two power play, right? Two, yeah. No, no power play. Oh, oh none of them. What one of them was right after the power play okay. ended. So it didn't count as a power play, but uh, one was like he just got on the ice, and was he. One of them in overtime. No. Or was that preseason that he had the overtime preseason? Goal? I think okay. yeah, yeah, that was preseason. Yeah, one of them he just got into the ice after a shift. They were like the um, the other team. I forgot which team it was. They were they just kind of uh, New Jersey. I forgot. I think it was uh, Hall who turned the puck over, and then they were switching lines, and he got lucky that Hall passed it to him. He scored a goal. It was not sustainable. Gusev has not been good. At what point, I had said, I've, I've talked about to Jack and to, to Ken about this, I had said 40 games. I don't know if it's not too soon right now to yeah. say that I say clearly McGeehan's got this one. 20 right. games. 20 games. Well, you're at 15 right now. Yeah. Form, so you're not yeah. No, well, he's has it, it's not 15. He's at 12. Okay. Because he hasn't played the last three. No, but I was, I was saying for the, for the team. Yeah. Like, yeah but yeah, he might not get to 40 games. I don't think it takes 40 games to know that there's and, – and maybe it's also that you know New Jersey overall is not great. But, like, I don't think he would – he but would not you, have fit into Vegas' lineup. If you can't play yeah. for a terrible team and you're making 4.5, how are you going to play here? There's yeah. no chance he plays here. Exactly. Zero right. chance. Ne- next subject. Yeah. Uh, it's the – who was the guy? Saborin. The, the hit against David Bakket backs. Yeah, that just backs. happened this morning. Backus. Yes, happened oh. this morning against Boston. Oh my God! Talk he, about self-inflicted yeah, injury. He, he went yeah. into a head first, knocked himself out. 
hit the ice as he was already cold. I mean, it's a scary, scary situation. And went out, but the kid on a needs to stop playing this way. I get you're a career in NHL and you're trying to make a make a difference, but you come in and fight Ryan Reeves and you look terrified and get the crap beat out of you. You make hits like this. I mean. It's yeah. not the old NHL anymore, and you're not playing the AHL. No. Yeah, like, and this just, is the guy in preseason that Austin Matthews literally turned him around to look at his, yeah, the, at really his the name on his jersey and just it's like, just a, who it's, are a, you? it's a scary thing. Same thing with the uh, the Alex Tuck hit tonight. Yeah, you got to get that. those out of the NHL. Yeah. All right. just, Backus was a sick over that hit. Too. Yeah, it's, you don't want that in the NHL. All right, All right. next and last one, uh, we got um, Connor McDavid finally beating Sidney Crosby uh, in a head-to-head. Yeah, the, the Oilers took the... Uh, and, and, I, and I thought the the best stat out of out of that game was uh, Crosby and McDavid, two best players in the world, no argument there. Both held scoreless, and they're both dash one in the game. But did, you, the did yeah. you guys see the overtime on, on that game though? Because it was amazing. It was one of the best overtime games I've ever watched. It was Dry just back and, how, how? I don't know, but it was just back and forth, turnovers, back and forth, <laughs> save, 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 dry saddle, boom, shoot. Dry Saddle's phenomenal. I I always enjoy. Dry Saddle was and Edmonton's coming uh, Saturday the twenty first. Yeah. So so so, mm. so Dry Saddle was better than McDavid or Crosby Come in on. that in that game. So is he the best player in the world now? How could he not be right now? Oh, too late. We're we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I think we're gonna call it. It's it's past midnight here. Uh, but we hope you guys. No, technically, had... it's eleven thirty. If you no if you no, take no, it no not for not, not for an hour if he's taking an account okay There's now no technicalities here not not it's until an hour and a half. okay fine it will never be eleven thirty today again okay that's true that or true. yesterday so thank you for listening to uh, last week tonight <laughs> no that's yeah, no no that's no no weekly nightly podcast wait that's the right one no the weekly nightly forecheck weekly two nightly last two night week I don't know what a mouthful anyways forecheck. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Andrew, a.k.a. at Choi underscore AJ on Twitter. I'm Carlo. I'm some dude 88 uh, Eric uh, at Eric underscore Simonis. And Dave at Igman CMU. Uh, thanks for listening for uh, Weekly Nightly. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Peace, Peace out. out.